Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. What's up, loves? Welcome to Self Care in Real Life, a podcast where we obsess over giving women the tools that they need to choose happiness and create more joyful moments. I'm your host, best-selling author and lifestyle blogger, Ty Alexander, and I'm basically your new wellness hype girl, so welcome to the party. <laughs> Before we take a deep dive into today's episode, I want to remind you to be sure to rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes if you've enjoyed the podcast so far. You can also head over to our Patreon, which is patreon.com slash IRL to sign up for our exclusive membership community, which is filled with gems that I've curated just for you to help you cultivate life-shifting healing experiences. So let's get right into today's episode. So a little bit of story time today, and I'm going to admit that I was a lot triggered. I was on Facebook a few weeks ago, and I read a post from an acquaintance you know, like a Facebook friend that I know, but don't really know. Anyway, um, the post shared the news of his mother's death. The post was actually a beautiful tribute to the love that they held close that, you know, we never knew, but you could feel the strength of that love through the words in the post. So I go on to leave a comment, but I said, let me peek in at the other comments, you know, now I'm being nosy, but out of like 600 plus comments, about 80% read, sorry for your loss, or my condolences. And I really think that my condolences should be reserved for funeral home staff, but I digress. But as I skimmed the comments, my heart sank a little bit as I remembered the moments um, when my mom passed, the moment that I had to inform my extended family, that's you out there on the internet, that my mom had passed. So... Because I was triggered, I decided to dedicate a whole episode to it as I normally do. So this episode, I want to explore some of the reasons why I have an advanced, okay, an advanced dislike for the phrases, sorry for your loss and my condolences. And I am also going to provide you with some alternative responses for when someone you love or even someone, you know, you barely know, like a Facebook friend is dealing with death. First, let me say that I understand, like I completely understand, I wholeheartedly get that we have not been taught other comforting language for grief. So there really isn't a right or wrong thing to say. I'm just saying we can be better and we should want to always be better. Like that's the whole point of this podcast. That That's why we gather every, you know, Monday to talk about how to be better, Right. Um, I also acknowledge that not knowing what to say at all is a huge reason why we default to sorry for your loss, but please know it really grinds my gears like at the highest level, partly because when you are in the thick of grief, the echoes of those blanketed phrases are so loud. 
yet so empty. And if you've gone through grief enough times, it teaches you that those are more like salutations rather than comfort. And so when I posted this topic on my Facebook page out of, you know, like a rant or aggravation, a lot of y'all agreed with me and we had a really good conversation. But there were a few people who kind of pushed back on this idea, which is cool because we are all we are all learning together and I never want to live in an echo chamber. Like, I don't want everyone to agree with me because we are all figuring this out. So let's figure it out together. But one of the responses I got, and I'm going to read it verbatim, was whenever we grieve, we're not really looking for comfort in those words from strangers. And it's really not a lot for people to say when they don't really know you or the person who has passed. It's also not easy for everyone to express themselves in these situations completely understand. I get it. But I am here to tell you that anyone, anyone who is really dealing with their grief, like really working to be, to be okay and not just keeping grief at bay and, and, and keeping busy to avoid grief. They are always looking for comfort from strangers or otherwise. And in my experience with grief, Sometimes I've gotten more comfort from people who have just experienced grief in the way that I have, but are complete strangers to me because there is a bond that happens in relatability. So some of my actual friends were just speechless when my mom died, which is okay, again, because we're talking about being better and, and learning the language. It is so important to advocate for yourself, especially when it comes to your health. And that includes reproductive health because knowledge is power. And when you know more, you make better decisions for your body, your health, and your future. Well, what if I told you that you could get important fertility insight without going to the doctor or even leaving your house? That's why Modern Fertility was created. It's an easy and affordable way to test your fertility hormones at home with a simple finger prick. Mail it in with a prepaid label and you'll get your personalized results within 10 days. You can even talk to a one-on-one fertility nurse to review your results and options for next steps. Right now, Modern Fertility is offering our listeners $20 off the test when you go to modernfertility.com ty. That means your test will cost $139 instead of hundreds and thousands of dollars that it would cost you at a doctor's office. Get $20 off your fertility test when you go to modernfertility.com slash TY. Modernfertility.com slash TY. And I will point out that, yes, in the beginning, like in the deepest, darkest part of your grief, perhaps comfort is not a thought because when grief initially pulls up on you, you are, you are a bit startled. Like you don't know what to do. You don't know what you need. It's a new feeling. It's, it's a, it's a new burden for you. Right. But when it gets quiet, oh baby girl, when it gets quiet, When people stop messaging you, when they stop checking on you, when they stop calling, you know, when they stop coming past, when the flowers stop, when everything stops and it gets quiet, you need comfort. I think if you've managed to, you know, grieve in a way that's healthy, 
you quickly learn that comfort is something that keeps your head above the water. So you find yourself constantly seeking comfort, again, if you're grieving in a healthy way. And I absolutely know, I absolutely know, it's not easy for people to express themselves. But baby girl, at this very big age, at our very big age, I want people to admit that at times you're just being lazy, especially on the internet, or you're triggered and you haven't taken the time to unpack your issues or you haven't been equipped with the tools. What's also crazy to me is how, just how graceful and thoughtful mourners are when they are really the people who need the support the most. And it's ironic that some would say comfort isn't what you'd want during grief when whether you are the person grieving or the person searching for the words, you don't want to be uncomfortable. Hence why you chose sorry for your loss or even maybe silence instead of saying something that would be more profound and maybe took, I don't know, 10 or 15 more minutes of thought because you too, okay, are searching for comfort. And I don't think we talk enough about how society really does teach us to push sympathy instead of empathy. You know, sympathy is feelings of pity and sorrow. Sympathy involves uh, understanding from your own perspective. It's very, it's very egotistical. It's giving ego, if we're honest. It's really giving ego. Where empathy involves putting yourself in the other person's shoes and understanding why they may have these particular feelings. Empathy requires active listening. I'm going to do a whole podcast episode on active listening because y'all don't be doing it. (laughs) You really don't. But sympathy, sympathy is you, you know, giving unsolicited advice or telling the other person what they should do based on what has worked for you. But having empathy is being more aware of the other person's feelings and not your own. Okay, so now that we know why I, okay, why I have an advanced dislike for the phrases, sorry for your loss and my condolences, let me give you some alternative responses to use instead of those, you know, worn out cliches. Going to the market used to be incredibly stressful, but then I discovered Thrive Market. It's an online market-based market that offers everything from food to cleaning supplies to skincare with membership options to suit your lifestyle. They carry all of my favorite organic foods from brands like Banza, Kind, and Simple Meals that I can always find in the store. I like that Thrive Market offers organic food at reasonable prices, but it also offers so much more. You can filter your searches to fit your diet or your priorities. I personally love to look for products that are organic and come from black owned brands. Thrive Market will give you the options you want and deliver what you need so that you can spend more time on what matters. Can your grocery store do that? Now it can when you go to thrivemarket.com slash TY. Join today to get 40% off your first order and a free gift. 
That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash T-Y to get 40% off your first order and a free gift. Thrivemarket.com slash tie. The first one that I have for you is kind of like a top tier response. Like I want you to replace whatever you're saying and use this one. Of course, tweak it, but um, it's, I'm so sorry that you're in pain right now, but I am here with you and I'm here for you and I am willing to help any way that I can. Is there anything that you can think of that you need right now? So most likely the person is going to decline your help. Because if you know grief, then you also know burden falls right behind it. And we don't ever want to be a burden to our friends and our family. So I think it's fine that you ask what they need because, hey, they might surprise you and have a whole list, (laughs) you know, of things they need. But be prepared to follow up later with an action. Offer to pick up the kids, go get the dry cleaning, you know, grab some food, complete any task that might make their day better. And if you're not that close with the person, but you still want to help, Gift cards ain't never failed nobody, okay? They never fail. The best gift cards are those Visa gift cards that can be used anywhere for any dollar amount. But, you know, for some razzle-dazzle, if you want to do a Target gift card or a Home Goods gift card, you know, if Walmart, you know, you, you can put some personality on it. But a gift card never fails when you want to offer some help to someone. Another good response is, I know there will be some challenges ahead for you. I want you to know that I'm here and I'm willing to help. Would it be okay if I call you next week, you know, just to check in? This one will be a hit. This one actually should have been number one, but I didn't put it as number one because I really want you to get in the habit of providing valuable action to your friends and family. And so number one has that care and love language, but also charges you with the task of action. Now, if you're not at, if you're at capacity and you don't have it again, this one this one right here is 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 it. This is the one to use, but only if you're actually going to follow up. If you don't, you're going to look flaky. Hell, you are flaky <laughs> if you don't follow up. But these words, oh my god, these words are so melodic you know, in the hearts of people who are grieving. It will land so nicely and you will feel good about the active friending that you're doing. Number three is, I know there's nothing I can say right now to make things better. But also, I know that having someone to talk to at times like this is really important. So if it's okay, I will call you next week when things settle for you. Of course, they're going to say sure. This question really is for you. It should act as a reminder of sorts, a reminder of the task that you are agreeing to. Because again, are you flaky or no? Hopefully, it's the art you you, you are not. <laughs> Hopefully, you are not. And you can really show up to just actively listen to your friend. I tell you a quick little story time. Um, one of the, one of my most, um, I want to say best memories because memories and death is kind of weird to say. But I remember when um, I was having I was having a complete breakdown, like complete 
breakdown and my best friend just happened to call me out of the blue. I was on the toilet and I am, I mean, sobbing like tears are just coming down like a well out of my eyeballs and I answered the phone couldn't really drum up any words and my best friend literally I remember her saying hello and that was all she said and we sat on the phone she really sat on the phone with me as I just let out all the tears and this was early on in my in my grief and it, it is one of the most um it's just so comforting uh Especially if, and at the time I lived in New York and she lived in Baltimore, so there was distance. So she couldn't just run over it and, you know, come hold my hand. If you can do that, I suggest also running over and holding someone's hand because the, the, the silence, the silence is needed. Like I think in grief, it is a requirement, right? In the beginning for you to get calm, but the silence can be a lot alone. And so oftentimes you really just someone, you, you really just want someone to sit in the silence with you, right? And so having her on the phone with me, literally just her listening to me weep, you know, for a solid five minutes brought me so much joy at the end because I needed to get it out. I, I, I needed to get it out. And you also, there's this sense of, of wanting to be heard. And so when you can please offer you know to to sit with that person and and just be there because sometimes you it is it's true right there are no words sometimes but what is very present and and big and huge and warm and comforting is your presence your being you being there with them will provide so much comfort, even if you don't know what to say. Another really great response um, is, your mom was an incredible person. I see, I see so much of them in you and I'm keeping you in my thoughts. This is a good one because it lets the person grieving know that you loved and will miss their person too. It is so comforting to know that the person that we are missing is missed by many. So take the time and be vulnerable with your friend or your family member and let them know. Again, it is so it is so comforting to hear how much that person also meant to other people. One thing I'm committed to this year is learning a new language because once outside opens back up, you better believe I'm going to be traveling. For the past two months, I've been learning Spanish. Gracias. <laughs> Thanks to the Babbel app. What I love about Babbel is that the lessons aren't created by machines. They're created by real people who are language experts. And the voices you hear on the app aren't robot voices. They're native speakers. The lessons are built around real life, so you'll be learning practical things like traditions, slang, and food and drink. 
Whatever your learning style is, Babbel has you covered. I like practicing vocabulary with matching games, but sometimes I switch it up with writing, reading, and speaking exercises. Babbel also offers videos, games, and even podcasts, and I know you love listening to podcasts. Right now, when you purchase a three-month Babbel subscription, you get an additional three months for free. That's six months for the price of three. Just go to babbel.com and use promo code SELFCARE. That's B-A-B-B-E-L dot com code self-care babble language for life number five is your friendship was so special i'm saddened by the news you are in my thoughts you can sub friendship for relationship and really make this one fit your needs but this one is short and sweet and really shows that you care You can also use this one if you don't quite have the capacity to help them or, you know, have them lean on you, or you can use this one for someone, you know, but don't really know, like a Facebook friend. Another substitution can be, I know a relationship between a son and a mom is so special or, you know, a dad and a daughter or, you know, whatever. Actually, now that I think about it, this is a really great example to use for online empathy. So these next few ones are a little religious-y, you know, spiritual, but got to throw them in there. May God continue to shine a light on the joyful memories you get to hold in your heart. So depending on your religion and your spirituality, you can edit this. It does sound, you know, a bit like a Hallmark card, but hey, it is still packed with a lot more love than sorry for your loss or my condolences. Number seven is one from a Facebook friend of mine. She commented with this suggestion. She had heard this on a TV show and it's your loved one has graduated to glory. I pray for peace and comfort for you. Now, this one, again, is very religious-y and um, depends on where you are in your journey and also should be reserved for close friends and family. But this phrase has just so much more depth you know, depth, I can't say that right, depth, you get what I'm saying, it's real deep, <laughs> it has, it has more depth, and it's, um, why do I keep saying it wrong, depth, depth, there we go, this phrase also has so much more depth, <laughs> please don't take me seriously, these are like the bloopers, I usually bleep them out, but sometimes they're cute to keep it, anyway, back to what I was saying, focus, Ty, focus, this phrase is deep, and it has lots of care, but, um, it doesn't assume action for you. And again, cause sometimes you want to offer love and care via your words, but maybe not action because capacity, maybe you don't got it. My last alternative phrase is sending big hugs your way and wishing you peace and comfort. This is a favorite of mine to use online. It just It just reads better than sorry for your loss or my condolences, which I'll point out again, it's kind of boring, but it feels like love, you know, and you can tweak this a trillion different ways. I'm sending you joy. I'm sending you comfort. I'm sending you peace. You can insert any and all cozy words into the sentence. And again, this phrase allows you to offer love and care via your words and not your action because... 
capacity is fleeting. But please tweak this one because it's borderline on my nerves, just like sorry for your loss. But it has so much potential to uh, or or for you to offer up your personality in offering care and love to people who are grieving. So there you have it. Eight alternatives to sorry for your loss. And my gosh, can we just bury my condolences? Ooh, eek. Oh, that was a horrible, unintentional pun. But you feel me. Anyways, you are welcome. I hope that you really understand the the overarching point of this episode, which is to do better. There is always room for us to do and just be better humans. Do better with yourself. Do better to others, especially the ones that you loved. It's really easy for us to say, I don't know what to say, or it's hard for me to express myself when others grieve. When the reality is, we should all be asking ourselves, well, why don't I know how to express myself? Is it something that's triggering me? Maybe set aside some time and research to know how to express yourself during moments of grief. We are all really at a really big age here, guys. We're, we, some of us are at the second half of life. So the excuses are just old and they kind of scream unhealed, you know? So let's all do the work, the hard work, and massage our language palettes so that we can be armed with comforting words for the people that we love. Thank you so much for joining me today. I am incredibly grateful for our connection. Thank you for for just leaning into these hard conversations with me. And a special thank you to those of you who are here every week faithfully listening and supporting the podcast. If you'd like to continue our conversations or you just have a story that you want to share, please consider joining our community. Log on to patreon.com slash self-care. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com slash self-care IRL. And if you've enjoyed this episode, do me a favor and submit your review on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, or wherever you are listening to me today. Also, I kind of think you like me, so go ahead and subscribe to the podcast so you can be the first to get new episodes each and every Monday. And I want to encourage you to share this episode on IG Stories, Twitter, Facebook. Just do your go a favor and share it so we can keep the conversations going. And when you do share it, make sure you tag me at Ty Alexander and at Self Care IRL. Again, thank you so much for listening today. I enjoyed you. And until next time, toodles.